0: just a quick little editor's note here i just wanted to mention that this podcast was recorded on november 3rd and it is being posted on december 17th so if it doesn't make sense the timeline and what we're talking about at the time that's why we just got a little bit mixed up on our posting schedule but everything should be back to normal after this episode thank you so much for understanding
1: Give it a second or two yeah then go the following podcast may contain mentions of violence, a s- sexual. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. The following podcast may contain mentions of violence, sexual
0: assault, and assault against minors. Please take care when listening.
1: That's good. Hello, everyone. Welcome
0: back.
1: I should have like a Jeffree Star. That's <laughs> just
0: back to my channel. <laughs>
1: it's giving. That faux YouTube video that we made, <laughs> we made slime with the spoon. Yep. <laughs> what an era. We loved it. I love making slime. We should make slime again. I keep forgetting that we can, like, do that.
0: We should. Like, as adults, you can just make slime. Yeah, I can just, like, make slime whenever I want. Like who does that? Gonna... Us.
1: <laughs> like, you, who would
0: even do that? Who makes slime? Me. I, I would. I want to make slime so bad. Make slime every day. That'd be a lot.
1: Yeah. Too many slimes. Yeah. Where where would you store them? In the fridge? They
0: They would get get very hard to... Can glue get cold?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I believe so. Welcome back to our super interesting podcast. Anyways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Today's question. Can
1: glue get cold? (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) Anywho, uh, today we're going to do some more Reddit stories. Yes, I am very excited for this one. How was your week?
1: It was mid. Mid? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot going on. Okay. It's like ho-ho-ho season, though. It is the merry- merry time. Like Christmas or? Yeah, I'm not hoeing around. Oh. But you're married. (laughs) Jared is listening. (laughs) I am not hoeing. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Thank you. (laughs) No, like ho-ho-ho as in like Santa.
0: Yeah. It's like. The start of Christmas. Yes,
1: like, startups
0: dropped their
1: Christmas drinks today. The day of recording. Yeah, the day of recording, not when this comes
0: out. When mm-hmm. this comes out,
1: I'll probably, like, have my Christmas tree up.
0: When this comes out, I will be on vacation. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm, I'm so excited okay for you. Um, That would be back soon, guys, don't I? I cannot you're wait. You're literally not going to miss me in an episode. But <laughs> you're not going to miss me. <laughs> I cannot wait for the vlogs. It be so good. Content. Thank you, content girly. Thanks. I will probably forget to post any photos. Yeah, well, I'll text you every day. <laughs> post a photo. If you don't post, bring
1: your house down. Very big jump. <laughs> like, ask flashy tires. <laughs> you come back and all your tires are flat. I get back yet? Yeah. My car's trash. I keep your car. <laughs> like, this, this is for not posting. <laughs> that's excessive. <laughs> but it's that's what needs to be done. <laughs> It had to be done. <laughs> well, someone had to make you post, man. <laughs> Who am I if I don't follow right through not my threats?
0: Scared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you come back and I
0: commit crimes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems like we've got some fun weeks ahead. Christmas, and mm-hmm. should we do a Christmas special? So yeah. we're a ooh sitcom. Uh, a sitcom. <laughs> Sounds like we're a sitcom, and we have a soul? Christmas
1: <laughs> I mean, we do, like, well, episode, I'm like, the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas,
0: or both the Grinch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, do you want to steal Christmas?
0: Yeah. Do you want to steal Christmas?
1: Yeah. And that's cool. the Christmas special.
0: <laughs> it's a two-minute video. Video. It's recording. just us taking, <laughs> it's just us walking those through the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> how the Grinch Stole Christmas. For Justin green. He took it. <laughs> 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 he with the face paint. Wait, wigs? <laughs> yeah. The wings aren't even green. These on just... my dogs. Perfect. <laughs> we use just... we stack them to make them bigger. Wow. Honestly they probably love that. Yeah. Rue always like stands on Harley's back to get bigger. Me. Well Jared. <laughs> Not on our... I stand on Harley's back. <laughs> <laughs> you stand on my fifteen pound dog. <laughs> Carly, like, lift me up higher. <laughs> Why are you lifting me? Why are you flat on the ground?
1: <laughs> Why are you flat? Oh. Well, should we read a Reddit story? Yeah. I'm just gonna say I had one more thought, but I didn't even forget what it
0: was. I was too distracted by your flat dog. <laughs> All right, are you ready to read some Reddit stories? Mm-hmm. You should start. I feel like we've gotten this routine where you start. Oh, okay. I, I don't know, maybe. Have I started before? I don't know. I think so,
1: but if you want me I to start.
0: No I'm good either way.
1: Well, I have. I like it. listening okay. to yours. Thank you so much. Um, so the first one I'm going to start with, it's a little bit longer, but, you know, gets your interest.
0: That's okay, yes. yeah.
1: I'm interested. I don't even know what this is about. So this one is titled, I Almost Died Protecting My Friends and They'll Never Know. And it was posted by TO0, with a zero at the end. And it was posted seven hours ago.
0: Ooh.
1: Very recent. Yes. I love the recent ones. My favorite. Alrighty. I live in a city located in a valley with, lot, with a lot of smaller towns at the hills and mountains around. So it's part of the local c- culture for teenagers and young adults to visit these smaller areas during the winter to drink, smoke weed, or hang out with their friends. My uncle bought a house in one of these areas, so eventually I decided to get the keys and spend a weekend there with five of my friends. Vibey i see mm-hmm. the house has two big bedrooms with three beds each that's a lot of beds that is and a lot of extra mattresses oh that's just a lot of people sleep in one room that's like it could be 12 people per room plus like that's a big house good lord anyway wow <sighs> i'm already out of breath take a drink <clears> drink <your> throat> water throat> At night, we decided at some point to go back inside and just chill watching TV, but since the living room had no sofas yet, we brought some mattresses from the bedrooms and just used them. One of my friends, Victor, decided to go out and smoke, and after a few minutes, we hear someone knocking at the window just behind us. Everyone got scared for a second, but just looked at the window and said things like, oh shit, it's just Victor. But since we were sitting on the mattresses close to the ground, it wasn't easy to see clearly who was at the window, and since the person just stood there looking straight at one of the girls, I got to check. Mm Mm-hmm. I saw a man who looked, I saw a man who somehow looked a lot like my friend, but a bit more fat and older than him. As I came to the conclusion that it was a stranger, I froze while looking at him and him looking back at me. When I said, "It's not Victor," everyone, all, everyone else also froze and looked at me, waiting for a reaction. But all I could think was to ask what he wanted. He just stood there for a second and asked, "There's a bar nearby, and we need, we need a drummer to play with our band. Are any of your friends a drummer by chance?" <laughs> which is, which weirdly enough, I am.
0: Oh. I just, <laughs> Okay.
1: But I just told him no, and after a few extra long sec- seconds looking at us, he left. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, alright. Also, you could have had a cool gig, maybe. Get some murder? Like, but what if
0: you could make money? I'm mean, like, yeah, go with him. Tell him. him you're a drummer. Sex trafficking? That doesn't exist. Okay, but <laughs> what sex trafficker just says, is anybody a drummer here? <laughs> <laughs> He's a really bad... At- Sex trafficking. Maybe he just doesn't have good tactics. Get better. Don't get better. <laughs> I was, like, was uh, going to say get better at your job, but do not. His career
1: is sex trafficking? <laughs> his mom's like, so how, what are you doing now? How He's, is sex trafficking today? <laughs> so, we got, what sex <laughs> traffic. <laughs> so what line of work are in? do not sex trafficking. So what line of work are we in? Uh, sex work. Psych traffic like game. <laughs> like you're a, a lady of the night. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a nod. I'm not. Oh, that's good. I've never been. Thanks <laughs> for <It's> clarifying. <laughs> you're welcome. It's really curious. Oh well now you know. Perfect. Alright, where was I? My friend came back and we made fun of the situation, making jokes on how it was just him messing around with us, etc.
0: Oh, like we were just I guess. <laughs> He's at our door now. I'm terrified. Is anyone a drummer in here? <laughs> ah,
1: no drummers here. Actually, I've drummed uh, once or
0: twice. <laughs> when have you drummed? <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> I'm thinking like the like the sitting drum. You know what I'm talking about? The drum box? Yeah, that one. Yeah, have you, you
0: sit to <laughs> drum most times. <laughs> like a drum set. The sitting drum.
1: <laughs> the only drums you don't sit for are like
0: big bongos I feel like you can also sit for those. Oh you could what about a for... little one <laughs> <laughs> if,
1: you guys can't see it but Anna just <laughs> demonstrated with her air bongos <laughs> these episodes are always so, so good. <laughs> that was really she's
0: really, really good thank you I practice.
1: Wow, I'm just so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> you just you really guys... gotta hone your craft.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. okay, where was I? Ooh. Later, most of the group decided to sleep in one of the bedrooms and leave the second for me and one of the girls, since they saw us kissing earlier. Ooh. We all go to bed, and some hours later, I wake up to the girl shaking me in horror and whispering that she heard something coming from the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> like, your O's. O's? <laughs> so? I'm Um, reacting
0: in real time here. Yeah, this is really good. I've never heard this. This is not
1: edited in. This is real. (laughs) This is live.
0: This is is not edited in. I am. like a bunch of you.
1: (laughs) Ooh, ah. Oh? (gasps) Pull a Brit (laughs) from Target. So I get up, tell her to lock the bedroom when I leave, and go check the sound of the moron who always dies first in films. As I pass by the second bedroom, I think about calling someone else to join me. But as soon as I see them all sleeping, I hear something at the kitchen's window. I quickly move there in silence, check around, and as soon as I find and grab a knife, the door opens right in front of me. Oh, It was right. the same guy.
0: Sir, there's no drummers here. Well, there was. Go, well, he didn't know that. Go he away.
1: He really needed someone
0: to get He's <laughs> like, please, we're, please. <laughs> we have a gig, please. Please, sing the drum. <laughs> <laughs> please, just hit it. Hit the drum with a stick just do it one time (laughs) just drum once please
1: (laughs) i knew it was no joke since i just saw my friend sleeping it probably took like five to ten seconds of us staring at each other but it felt like an eternity while still holding the door handle he made a slow movement with the other hand towards something under his shirt which is probably a gun or a knife oh But i also lifted my hand showing him the knife so he stopped the kitchen Mm -hmm. was quite small so we were standing pretty close to each other at this point (laughs) we both knew it would end bad for us both if he tried something so I shook my head and said as calm as I could, "Don't." <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> Don't. Don't do. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> It'll ruin the trip. Bro. <laughs> he just kept staring at me a bit more, and then finally closed the door and went away. I went back, told the girl it was nothing, and that we should go back to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> felt like something i didn't sleep that night and we left early in the morning and i made sure to ask my uncle and cousins if they ever received weird visits there they said the only person who ever goes there at night is a drunk neighbor or is the old neighbor not drunk wait they said the only person who ever goes there at night is the old neighbor when his wife doesn't let him arrive home drunk so he grabs my uncle's rocking chair to sleep until he gets sober now every year my friends talk about getting together and Another weekend there, but I always find an excuse if we never have to go through that again, and they never know what happened. Wow. (laughs) This is just a drunk guy. He's like, please, please, I need the rocking chair. (laughs) Please.
0: (laughs) He's like, I have a gun, please give me the rocking chair. (laughs) 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 Please, I just, we just want the rocking chair. (laughs) I don't want to hurt anybody. That's so creepy.
1: That is terrifying.
0: He obviously had, like, intentions, though.
1: Like, if he was, like, motioning towards something. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just love the... Don't. (laughs) The guy's like, alright, you got me. like, oh, well, that's my cue. (laughs) I I was gonna commit crime, but now that you said that... oh,
0: you told me not to? Man. Um, I'm gonna read one now. Okay. This one's not that long. It's called The Man in the Street. And this was posted uh, a while ago by Responsible-Bird-942. Responsible Bird. Like the opposite of Angry Birds. Yeah. Also, so I didn't know that I had a username that I didn't make. It just gave me one. Yeah. And so I logged on to my um, computer the other day, and it's, like, linked to my Google account, which Mm -hmm. is linked to my Reddit account. And then it, like, logged me into Reddit when I clicked into, when I was researching, and I clicked into a Reddit thread, and it's like, hi, blank, welcome back. And I'm like, this isn't my account. (laughs) Like, what's going on? It's because I didn't know the username. (laughs) I don't know how to use technology
1: very well. I made my Reddit account a very long time ago. And dazzling height. <laughs> okay. Mine is no baddie, just saddie. Was that on purpose? Yeah. it's embarrassing.
0: Oh. Yeah, I should change it. <clears throat> Anyways. This uh, spooky story is called The Man in the Street. I love spooky men in streets. You do? No. Oh, okay. Anyways, what if there's a spooky man on your street? I wouldn't love it. Good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I was in my living room watching TV. It was half past midnight when I decided to go to sleep. I turned off the TV and started walking towards an open door to the balcony where my cat was. I had to get him inside and close the, the door. But as soon as I reached the door, I saw a black figure just standing outside on the street. My heart startled startled my heart started beating fast and i was shaking i just had that uneasy feeling that this is not normal and i'm in danger the figure didn't move i could tell it's a man but i couldn't see his face i was just staring at him for probably three or four seconds before he started to walk he was moving down the street towards me he was walking really slowly and he was turning around looking all around himself walked a bit forward and then a bit backwards um he didn't look drunk and that was the scary part I went full panic mode, grabbed my cat, and closed the door. I put my cat in the hallway where where in my head he was safe. I stayed in the living room, still looking out the balcony door, but I was hiding behind a wall. I saw the man walk very slowly past my house, and he was walking backwards. He was looking all around himself, but I saw he was gazing at me as well. He was bald and wearing a blue t-shirt. I've never seen him before, which is kind of strange because I live in a small town where you know pretty much everyone. When he passed my house, I ran into my room, which is a floor higher than the living room. I looked out the window and saw him back where he was stood the first time I saw him. He was walking in the opposite direction. I was watching him and he stopped at some residential blocks. I thought he lived there. There were a lot of new people living there, so I didn't—I don't know all of them. <clears throat> some people that live there come out at night to smoke. I thought he might be one of them, but I was wrong. He didn't enter. He was just looking at the entrance. He took out his phone and turned on his flashlight to see better, and then he left. This whole thing made me think of another creepy thing that happened not long ago. It was nighttime, and I was watching TV. The door to the hallway was open. Right outside are some stairs, and there's a front door to our house. All of a sudden, I heard someone trying to open the front door very aggressively. (laughs) (laughs) i <laughs> <laughs> like how um, you're just sitting there and i just see your head turn towards me <laughs> like, um. <laughs> um my heart stopped my whole family was asleep but after i brushed it off as my neighbor coming home drunk and mistaking our door with his since our houses are right next to each other he comes home drunk very often so this isn't impossible but mm. the man i saw tonight makes me question everything every night when i'm laying in bed i hear someone walk very slowly down my street Which is very weird that you can hear it in your bedroom. How can you... Yeah. Um, But I never bothered to look who it is. And because I didn't know this man existed yet. And I know people take night walks. And honestly, that's why I never bothered to look outside to check who was walking before. But this man, there is just something off about him. Seeing him stand there in the middle of the street, looking at nothing, and then walking backwards. And looking everywhere just makes my skin crawl. My mind is coming up with all sorts of explanations. Like, is he a burglar? Burgl... (laughs) A burglar? <laughs> yeah, that's not a burglar. burglar. <laughs> I cannot speak. A burglar just eyeing the houses he's going to rob next, or is he a murderer looking for his next victims? But I know I'm not supposed to judge that quick. I'm just really scared. I mean, I
1: think I would judge pretty quick. Yeah, if I saw a bald man walking backwards, see, he was normal until the bald. <laughs> that's what that's what
0: scares me. That's what threw me off.
1: It spooks me a little bit. <laughs> The real terror here is premature balding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's <a> true crime. <laughs> but yeah, the, kind of spooky, but also not like the scariest. Yeah. I mean, it, the fact that you just like walking backwards. I know, that feels like weird. That's... And like looking around. Being on <laughs> drugs. Sorry about my yawn. Maybe he was, like,
1: high and, like, couldn't remember where he lived. Well,
0: there's, like, there's a comment that says something about, like, maybe he's neurodivergent, in which case he's likely harmless Harmless in choosing to take a night walk. Um, people are less likely to be about and seeing him act, quote, weird. Hmm. The door from the other day may have been the drunk neighbor and this man just likes his night walks. Or maybe he was on drugs. I've seen videos of people moving in terrifying ways because they were high. If you see them acting in a threatening way or coming into your property, absolutely barricade yourself. But yeah, people are saying might just be a weird guy. Yeah, well,
1: he's just kind of minding his business. Like, he was looking at her. So, like, that's mm-hmm. not reason to be super, sus- like, obviously creepy, but, like, not suspicious. Yeah. Huh.
0: Anyways, yeah, that's story number two. Alrighty,
1: story number three. I have two more, and okay. I think the I think I save like the more. What I think is the funnier one for last. Funnier. Okay, yeah, so this one is called "Why I Don't Go Camping Anymore." It was posted me. by J. P-E-G-S-T. P E X D. Okay, I said me, but I actually love camping. I love camp. I, I don't love like tent camping. No. Like in a trailer with
0: like a fridge. <laughs> in a shower. <laughs> in a shower. Like, yeah. and like something that's like solid and supported on the ground. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't love sleeping on the ground. It's
0: not, my back Same. doesn't vibe with it. When I started camping, I slept in a tent. And like every single morning, I would wake up and the air mattress was deflated. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, granted, it was not a very good air mattress. Yeah but yeah. And, and like the tent was small enough that it was just mattress.
1: Honestly kind of vibey though.
0: <laughs> sure. I wanna
1: go camping again, I'm so sad. Alrighty. So we just realized that we never plugged the mic in, guys, so we apologize for today's <laughs> sound quality.
0: <laughs> wow, we're really good at this we're podcasting a- thing.
1: <laughs> we're a podcasting expert. Would you like to restart your story? All right, so this is called Why I Don't Go Camping Anymore. All right, here we go. I know this story may sound fictional. A lot of people don't believe me when I tell it, but I can assure you that the other person involved also witnessed what occurred that strange night. This happened 11 years ago with an ex-girlfriend. It actually changed our relationship for the worse, and we ended up breaking up a few weeks after. Nonetheless, I still remember this like it was yesterday due to how unexplainable it was. My girlfriend at the time wanted to surprise me with what she said was an overnight surprise trip. I obliged and felt like I was a pretty lucky guy for her to do something that required that much planning. After packing a duffel bag full of clothes and toiletries, we left for what I thought was a resort or some kind of hotel stay. Mm -hmm. Two and a half hours passed, we pulled off a main road and headed up an off-road path. I asked her if this was a camping trip, and she replied yes. To be honest, I was disappointed as I didn't really like camping, and not to mention, I wish I knew to pack my hiking shoes.
0: Yeah. I I feel like camping, you have to, like, warn someone. Yeah, like, you can't just go up
1: with no... Yeah, not Jared. Who Do they have his... food? <laughs> they don't have any food. <laughs> Jared went on his bachelor trip, and they didn't tell him where they were going. And long story short, man went on a four-kilometer hike in slides.
0: Oh my goodness! We're <laughs> at Jared's feet. They're, They're fine. fine. It's
1: been rough afterwards. His dogs are fine. <laughs> oh, good. His I'm dogs gone. are resilient. Dogging. Yeah. They're dogging. Next. Um. I didn't complain, of course, because it was still a a romantic gesture. Fifteen minutes on this rough road, we finally pulled into a campground. The first thing I noticed was that there really wasn't anyone around us. It made sense, though. This is really far off the beaten path. I was actually surprised her car made it that far out, considering how harsh the road was. Anyway, we make a fire pit and she cooks dinner. Everything is going just fine and we are really feeling each other. We, of course, take it to the tent. As the sun goes down, we are vibing off each other.
0: Oh, yes. You wouldn't want to be outside where nobody is. I mean, Same you get to the tent. Bugs, though. Oh, true. <laughs> like you want a
1: mosquito bite? No. I don't want a mosquito bite in regular situations. <laughs> you don't want a mosquito bite, like, on your butt? No. Preferably not. <laughs> Preferably, but...
0: <laughs> if I did want a mosquito bite, it would not butt. be on my butt. Ah! Right on my arm. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> this sense. Where was I? Yeah, it's what you would expect would happen as we begin, begin moving things along as young college-age kids do. Okay, we uh, get it. Yes, This is when the first strange occurrence happens. I hear some scratching noises on the side of the tent. I try to remember if we set the tent up next to a bush. Maybe the wind is causing branches to rustle against the tent? Oh well, that's the woods. Maybe it's a bird or something. It stops rustling, and we continue chilling, mm-hmm. as if nothing happened. Then things escalate in a strange manner. It's like the wind stopped and the environment became silent. We both, be- we both felt uneasy causing us to get sort of knocked out of our playful mood. She laid next to me as we tried to concentrate on, on listening to see if there was a bear or some other animal in the area. Then it happened in an instant. Something akin to an explosion hit the tent tremendously hard. Oh. I, can compare to, I can compare it to if, say, a log was thrown against the tent like a battering ram. A battering ram, yeah, like the things they used to like open doors. (laughs) Okay. How do you explain that? That's a really specific thing. I say this because it literally pushed the material in forcefully and felt dangerous. Terrified. A a, a surge of adrenaline. A surge of adrenaline. No. lit through my body and I felt as if something violent was happening outside the tent. Mm-hmm. I never knew if it was I never knew if I was a fight or flight guy, but I guess my next action gave me some some idea. I yelled aloud, give me the knife and the flashlight. I don't know what. Oh as I was like scrambled eggs <laughs> as I scramble up <laughs> as I scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> while well, I was my, I my weapon of choice. <laughs> I picked my scrambled eggs. <laughs> and I unzip the tent with tools in hand my first thought was that I was going to confront some psycho that was messing with us perhaps a baseball bat or some kind of battering weapon I kid you not I launched myself out of that tent and stood up in a flurry to confront my attacker a few breaths settle a few breaths pass as a cold feeling sets in I do a 360 to scan to nothing but silence and darkness mm-hmm. maybe it was a branch that fell in the tent nope there was absolutely nothing on the ground where the thud was and felt yeah <laughs> does not make any mm-hmm. sense Hello? I yelled again and again to no response until only a moment later in the darkness, a chill shot up my spine.
0: Mm. Get the keys and
1: get out of the tent, I said in a frantic tone as my girlfriend listened and now joined me. I looked at the car that we arrived in and noticed it was about 30 yards out by the shoddy off-road path. She didn't even need to know what I was thinking as we both just started to speed walk towards it. You might be thinking at this point that I am overreacting, but truly I cannot describe the terror that watched over me when I looked out into the darkness after investigating the tent. I could feel like something was watching me and to top it off, it was eerily silent. I know she confirmed my suspicions when she started the car immediately without question. Our instincts were telling us to get the hell out of there. The walk to the car was unnerving and felt like a football field away but finally we got to the car with keys in hand, I took the driver's seat. After turning the keys it led to some relief as the engine started. Instinctively, I locked the doors and turned the headlights on. We sat for about three seconds trying to rationalize what was happening. when My girlfriend started exclaiming. My laptop is moving. Something is in the tent. Hmm? How could she see her laptop moving? It's in the... Okay. That's weird. She said this because she brought her laptop to serve as a lantern after dark. Okay. We, of course, left in a hurry as well as... We, of course, left it in a hurry as well as other items. I saw what she saw. It was items being rustled around 30 yards away. Without further hesitation, I put the car in gear and started down the rough road. As I tried to calmly drive the car through the dirt path, quickly but carefully... It was a very rough road, and I did not want to get stranded out there. The strangest thing happened next. This is terrifying.
0: I'm, like, on the, like, edge here. I'm, like,
1: (laughs) you're, like, leaning in. I have to kiss. (laughs) No. (laughs) Good. Your Mm. husband
0: is in the other room.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the reason. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, that's the only
1: reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why did I laugh like that? (laughs) ha! <laughs> <laughs> throw my hand. ha <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. A loud piercing ring Wait, a loud piercing ringing noise rang off from the inside of the car's cabin. I turned the radio on and off. I checked the windows. I okay. asked my girlfriend if her car had ever made such noises and she replied no. I asked her again if she could hear it as well. Maybe it was just me being under stress and she said, "Yes, I hear it. I don't know what that is." Mm. In a confused, panicked tone. Now, I wanted to write this off as a car problem, but if you were in there with me, you would describe it as some kind of bell continuously ringing. It didn't sound like any car noise I'd ever heard. My next next instinct, as I grew up as a pastor's kid, I just remember praying for 10 minutes as I was convinced it was a supernatural or demonic event. Mm -hmm. We endured the screech for 10 grueling minutes. Uh, To my relief, it ended suddenly. It didn't fade out or go quiet. The loud ring literally just stopped in an instant. Um, how... Did you last that long? were you alive? <laughs> I can't describe the feeling in that car when it stopped. It is so strange to look back on and remember that I felt internally that the ordeal was over once the ring stopped. Everything felt normal again. The panic, the chills, all of that went away in an instant. We ended up down the road another 45 minutes and finally stopped at a trucker diner. We slept in the parking lot, or at least she did, while I was still on edge from the adrenaline dump that I just went through.
0: Mm hmm. I wouldn't be sleeping. <laughs>
1: no. In attempted bravery the next day, we went back to the campsite as the sun was up. We investigated but saw no tracks or anything but the contents of the tent tossed around but still accounted for. I was hoping they were missing so I could write it off as people screwing with us and plundering our tent, but that didn't seem to be the case. We were packed up and gone in less than 10 minutes as the area still felt weird. Haven't been camping since. I would go again, but next time I want an RV or at least a relatively known area with mm-hmm. others around. Yeah, exactly. The place was was the remote remote mountains of Payson, Arizona, far from civilization.
0: There is
1: an update or an edit saying like why this led to a breakup because he did say that they broke up.
0: Yeah, I remember
1: that from Um, the beginning. Basically, um, like on the way back when they went to go pack up their stuff, like the next day he was kind of cranky and like upset about her like getting him to go camping and he was like super exhausted. Uh, she didn't take, like, that well, obviously, and said, like, he was ungrateful. Said that, like, she tried to plan something nice, and, like, she didn't mean for them to get haunted. She (laughs) said that... (laughs) I didn't mean for us to get attacked by a demon. Like, (laughs) Like, be grateful. (laughs) She also said that she wasn't going to give up camping, and that he should give it another shot. I personally wouldn't, either. (laughs) Why is she going Oh, and then another hiking incident happened a month later. Um... This is during a break they were on, but then. Oh, he doesn't even say. Oh no, th- she said they were gonna go hiking, but then they were actually mountaineering, as in like climbing, free climbing up like fifty foot clips.
0: Oh. Uh huh. <laughs> no then it's just to you. like she deserved a great
1: outdoorsman, and that wasn't me. Okay. Well, at least you can admit Fair. it. Fair. Yeah. So anyway, I'm terrified. Yeah. That Never was going spooky. outside again. Hope you have fun walking outside in the dark to your car. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
0: Thanks so much.
1: <laughs> I drive you to your car. <laughs> Literally.
0: All right. Um, the next one I have is called, I used to live in a haunted house. Oh, I love the haunted ones. Uh, so it says, recently I've been reminiscing on my paranormal experiences, experiences and thought to share one of them in the spirit of the spooky season. I'm pretty sure the last house I lived in was haunted and here's why. Up until last year I was living in a shared house with my longtime friend. We've known each other since high school and because of a few fortunate events we ended up living together in a couple places. The house we lived in at the time was getting too small for us and that's how we found our new place that I solemnly believe till this day was haunted. At the beginning of summer 2020 we both agreed it was time to search for a new place. Somewhere that was more convenient and spacious. And when the time was right, I found a Facebook ad for the beautiful grade 2 listed building right in the middle of our town center. The place was super spacious and had more room than we could have asked for. Tall ceilings and old sash windows. Sash windows? I'm looking it up. I need to know what those are. Sash
1: windows. Oh, they're like, um, those
0: windows. Oh, Okay. Um, with a beautiful view of the town center. I love anything old and antique, so I instantly fell in love with it. We went, we first went to view it. When, when we first went to view it, it was full of light, warmth, and felt super inviting. So we made our decision pretty fast, and after a couple of days of back and forth with the landlords, we completed necessary paperwork and started packing a month. And a month later, we were moving, sorry. On the day of our move, we noticed one big difference. The place was very dark and cold. It felt nothing like the first time we saw it. There were, We were still in the middle of summer, but inside was around 6 degrees Celsius, which was baffling. That's so cold. I've lived many I've visited. That's <laughs> great. Good I've lived many I've <laughs> <many> visited. <laughs> I've visited many old buildings in my time, but I've never felt cold radiating off the walls like that. There was also a very thick wall between mine and my friend's bedroom, which no matter how hard we knocked on, we couldn't hear each other. It was the end of June and we had both had two electric heaters going for most of the day, but to no avail, the heat wouldn't stay. Our first night was cold and pretty much sleepless because every time I felt myself drifting, drifting off, a noise would wake me up and I couldn't settle. It wasn't anything in particular, more like ordinary house creaking noises. We're all very used to, but the frequency of them was off. It was as if the house wouldn't let me fall asleep. Mm. I didn't question it as much as I should, maybe, because I was naturally anxious for my first night in a new place, so I didn't expect much sleep, anyways. <clears throat> but there is an old saying in my family that the first dream you have in your new house is very important, as it will tell you if the place is good for you, and if it will have good fortune, if you will have good fortune living there. Once I finally managed to get some sleep, I basically fell into what felt like a mini coma. I can remember being chased through the house by a tall, dark shadow figure that genuinely wasn't a good sign. That de- <laughs> I just made up. <laughs> <laughs> you add your own twist. <laughs> and that definitely wasn't a good sign. Throughout our first week, we finally managed to get used to the noises and had a full night's sleep. I didn't remember having any dreams after that. It all felt kind of blank, as if I couldn't dream at all. But sooner rather than later, new things began happening, and there was always issues with construction of the building. Strange, pungent-smelling leaks would appear out of nowhere, even when we were going through a heat wave, which in, in the part of the UK we lived in would get very dry, and we'd get frequent power cuts, with no other buildings being affected, just us. It was a common knowledge among our family and friends that there was always something going on with our building, and it felt like the house didn't want to be lived in. contractors would come out to fix the constant leaking roof but a couple days later it would come back stronger without a single drop of rain outside the landlords were tired and baffled by constant small disasters we would call them about and as i'm writing this they sold the building about three months ago i'm guessing they things haven't changed much and they simply had enough i remember one particularly (laughs) night again one particular night when it felt like things reached a completely new level and it wasn't just about small confusing repairs it was about to get very paranormal and very personal oh i just came back home from work and was unpacking some groceries i bought on my way back the kitchen was never my favorite place in the building it always felt uneasy being there alone especially when i had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night our toilet and shower room were separate and had small vestibules with utilities and storage. The fridge stood right stood right next to the one which led to our shower, so I could always see into it with the corner of my eye. I nearly finished putting things away in the fridge when I caught a glimpse of something and instantly froze for a moment. i saw I thought I saw a dark, tall figure just standing there, but when I looked again, it was gone, and it <clears throat> it looks sorry, my throat's not working. <laughs> Uh, It looked exactly like the shadow figure from my dream, the only dream I've had since we moved there. An overwhelming sense of dread crawled up my spine, and I darted out of there as fast as I could. The space looked empty, but I could feel a thousand eyes watching me from every direction. My love for the paranormal and occult has taught me that this particular feeling is probably the worst sign of an evil entity being present. Operations aren't just dangerous, even though they might seem it at first aren't as dangerous even though they might seem it at first but a feeling of being watched as if something's hovering above you with their claws stretched out and just waiting to pull you in is a very very bad sign and it most likely isn't your grandma visiting from the afterlife. A few days later I told my friend about what had happened and she said she experienced something similar similar while taking a shower a couple nights back as if the same tall dark shadow figure hovered in the corner of the shower room just below the attic flap. She hated that flap since we moved in and always mentioned that it felt off, like something was up there and could come out at any time. For the next few weeks, we would watch the house closely and tell each other if we'd find anything suspicious. We didn't see the figure again, but an overwhelming sense of dread and fear had started to spread across the whole house, making us question what the hell is going on. Were we really dealing with something paranormal? The building was very old, probably at least 70 if not 100 and it was possible that the, it would hold a lot of energy from its previous owners so many different stories and scenarios had played out in these walls not all of them could be good most of them probably weren't i tried to research about the history of it but didn't have much luck except for finding the building that was used finding that the building was used as a moot hall which was a meeting for town's residents back in the early days oh it didn't look great. The building would pull tricks on us more often, and one night I watched my ceiling nearly split in half as the plaster cracked all the way across my bedroom. Apparently, it wasn't anything dangerous, but certainly didn't feel like it at the time when I laid in my bed and watched the whole thing happen. Um, <laughs> hmm Sorry? Me and my friend both began entertaining the thought of moving somewhere else, even though the original plan was to stay there for a few years. The atmosphere was becoming unbearable, so we had to make a choice—or rather, that it was made for us during our last power cut. That was our breaking point. It was around midnight when the lights went off. We met at the landing in our tiny emergency flash, with our tiny emergency flashlight we always used to check the fuse box. Most often, the, fuse- the, not- the fuses were okay, but we always checked anyway because the thought of having to sit in the dark, not knowing what's next, was way too disturbing, especially at the time. We went down two flights of stairs to get to the awkwardly fitted fuse box right below our tall ceiling and began investigating when my friend's shoulder got pulled back. Bye. Goodbye. Mm, I'd be out of there. As if someone was trying to grab her. We both screamed and ran back to the bedroom where we hoped and waited for the power to come back. It was probably the longest two and a half hours of my life. Why didn't you leave? It's midnight. I'm terrified. Okay, maybe...
1: Not a super common thing, but I'm terrified of, like, using a flashlight in the dark. Why? Like, because, like, I don't know, because I can, I can see in front of me, but, like, I can't see behind me. Like, if I can't have light everywhere, I don't want it.
0: Okay, well, now I'm going to be thinking of
1: that. <laughs> well, like, every time I use a flashlight, I'm like, okay, I can only see in that one spot. What if I'm not looking in the spot where the scary oh, I always thing is? Oh, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, everywhere? Like, you're looking like, yeah. you at dance? No, but I'm just, like, I, like, I'd rather walk just in the dark. And not use a flashlight then. No, like I'm terrified of flashlights mm-hmm. for some reason.
0: <laughs> I'm scared of <laughs> flashlights. Ah, a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't wait long before applying for a new house, but every new place we found just wouldn't happen. Like there was a different reason, like paperwork issues or other applicants got ahead of us, etc., etc. I eventually moved back in with my parents to save up for my own place because the chances that us. Less- getting anything looked more bleak with each week, and we didn't want to stay in that house any longer. Well, yeah. Did she just, wait, she moved back in with her mom or her parents. Did yeah. she just leave her friend there? Um, It explains that. Oh, okay. And that's how I left that house. Sometimes when I visit town center, I walk by the building and feel the same sense of dread from before, as if something or someone is staring down at me, wanting to reach out and pull me back in to finish what it started. And time to time still, I get the same dreams that I had the first night when we moved there. But I always manage to get away. I wonder what the new residents have to deal with and if they're okay. So that's the end of the thing. But there's one comment and it said, OMG, what happened to your friend when you moved out? How terrifying that must have been for you both. Happy you're safe, she said. My friend ended up moving in with her boyfriend, so things worked out eventually. Okay, that's good. I'm glad like she just <laughs> leaves her she's like, Well, this is terrifying. She's like, Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> I mean, I would be out of there immediately.
1: Yeah. Like, sorry, you're getting pulled into it, I'm not. <laughs> Peace out. Shall
0: we read our last two stories? Yes, Mia. Shall we read our last two stories? We? No, we are. Or the no. bathrooms free.
1: The condensation, <laughs> Emma. Those are really good. Thank you. <laughs> Those are really good, Emma. Thanks i the like, practice. We do the rest of the Emma! episode. <laughs> we
0: All right, do the
1: rest of the episode in the Australian accent. Oi, <laughs> oi! <laughs> what
0: are <do> you? <laughs> that was I.
1: <laughs>
0: I was just starting. All
1: right. Star, the next episode. And I had The episode was episode. episode. That was, episode. Good. Thank that you. was so good. That was so good. That's like
0: my talent, actually. My Emma. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. My one talent is doing a really good Australian accent. Amazing.
1: So this one is my potentially funny one. Ooh. It is called. <laughs> it is titled Train Window Licking Man. What? Train window. No, with I a heard man. you. Just what? Think it's what it is. It's what it says. <laughs> Need I
0: explain? <laughs> Would you, please?
1: It's, it's a man leaving <laughs> a train window. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> this is posted by nervous underscore subject. Me. I'm nervous too. I'm <laughs> a nervous subject. I, you know, sometimes I'm at work and like I've gotten into the habit of just like whenever I'm anxious or nervous, I'm just like. Like I'm walking somewhere, I'm like nervous, nervous, nervous. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It like makes me feel better though. Like Interesting. acknowledging my own feelings. I'm just, I'm nervous. I'm feeling nervous. Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling nervous. <laughs> like I'm walking, I'm like whispering like under my breath. I'm just nervous, nervous, nervous. <laughs> that would be creepy. I know. I'm th- think about that. Someone walks past you,
0: and they're like, <laughs>
1: I'm just uh... nervous. I have anxiety. <laughs> I'm trying to self-regulate my emotions. <laughs> I get it. This is so creepy and weird. Just nervous, nervous, nervous. <laughs> so, this was posted 10 hours ago, so. Oh, Ooh. it's not recent, That was 2018. Oh. Okay. It was probably around January 2018. At that time, I had to take the 8 a.m. train once a month to see my boyfriend, and then took the 6 p.m. train to go home. As I entered the 6 p.m. train, I see a man kissing, slash licking, slash making it with a train window. He seemed mm. as surprised as I was, mm. and quickly
0: stood <laughs> when he saw me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you <laughs> you're making out with the window? Oh my gosh, I didn't know I was doing that. Oh wow! I was shocked. <laughs> Wait, this is a public train. You <laughs> came in, you walked in on me? Why are you here? This is my private car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't think too much of it. Why not? <laughs>
0: I would be thinking about that for the rest of the day. <laughs>
1: like I would have thought much about it, actually, a lot, <laughs> very much about it.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. I didn't think
1: too much of it, so I didn't change the car. But I simply went upstairs to sit. It was a two floor train. Ooh, I was playing on my we phone. We don't have those
0: here, do we? We might. I don't know. I've I don't never know. been on a train. Don't go on trains. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really, cannot. Ah. Tell you. Maybe
0: we have them here. I don't know. We have the train in Port Stanley,
1: but it's just like a tour train. We should do that. Mm-hmm. It'd be so fun. We should. Yeah, very cool. Very fun. Love trains. I was playing on my phone, not paying attention to anything else, which wasn't a clever move because it was dark outside, and when it's dark outside, the station just before mine can be easily mistaken for mine. Mm-hmm. So I look outside, see this train stopped, and see the station looks exactly like mine, so I run outside thinking it was my stop. Once, I, once out, I quickly notice it wasn't, so I once again mistook the station for mine. Aw, so, so I casually go back in. I saw the window-looking guy that was now a couple of meters away from me, sprinting back to his seat. I wonder why, for a minute, then it clicked this guy was trying to follow me out, but when he but he backed off when I saw I was playing back in. Oh, only there, only then I changed cars because it started to get creeped out and when I got out at my station, the real one this time, I was searching for him, wondering if it was just coincidence, and that maybe he freaked out because he mistook the precedent station for his too, but no, luckily, he stayed in the train. I'm um, good. The first comment was he might have saw you outside and fantasized about kissing you. <laughs> I feel like. He was too busy making it with the window to have seen anyone. Because he was, like, surprised when she came in. Yeah. Like, why are you here? Get out! It's private. <laughs> it's my private makeup session. It's my special time. <laughs> I <laughs> am so
0: sorry! This <laughs> is me time. <laughs> me? You making out with a window on a train? Me practicing kissing in my bathroom?
1: just coming in? <laughs> Are you here? This is my bee time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing kissing. No!
0: <laughs> Girl talk. <laughs> Alright, we got one more. This one is not that long. Perfect. It's just a lot in it. Oh, I I love a content filled story. Okay. Uh the title is Oh, it's by Cruel Hater. Like but the Hmm. Eight is an eight. That's so cool. It's Hipster. It's was posted three days ago. Ooh, a recent one. Um, but it's, no, it's from the 80s. Oh. <laughs> um, I was homeless in Long Beach, California in 1980 at 16 years old because my mom was in federal prison and my dad lived in Texas. I was, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was in prison my dad was in Texas. <laughs> Equal things. <laughs> They're <were> both horrible. ha <laughs> ha they are both in horrible places. My mom was in federal prison. My dad, Texas. <laughs> I'd rather be in prison. <laughs> Texas, no, thank Absolutely you. Prison, not. I will do. Will do. <laughs>
1: you will? What I did will. I do. <laughs> do <you> no.
0: <know? laughs> Anyways, I was hitchhiking. Oh, I was staying in cars and garages. I was hitchhiking from downtown to Belmont Shores on one day and was given a ride by a dude who was kind of strange, but I wasn't worried. I was already a hard drug user and had been arrested for 25 pounds of marijuana in Huntington Beach. That's another story. That's so much weed. <laughs> 25 pounds? That's like a lot on your person. That's a bag of weed. That's like... <laughs> that is a lot on your That's person. a sack. Uh, also, he's like 16 and already into hard drugs. That's very sad. That is sad. I was picked up by this dude and we, as we drove down Ocean Boulevard, he said to me, I have to make a short detour to pick up some Valium's. I said, okay, and we turned on to Corondo car- Street um, and drove a few blocks up the street. He parked in front of a small apartment building and said, I'll be right back. I was waiting in the car, and he came from the apartment to the car. He said his cousin had locked the Valiums in a safe, and when he paged him and was waiting for him, and he had paged him and was waiting for him to call with the combo. He just paged his buddy? That seems weird to me, but it's the Yeah. 90s. It's the eight, yeah. 80s 80s whatever year yeah um he asked if I wanted to come up and smoke a joint I was like okay because I was a pothead I followed him upstairs and entered the apartment I sat down on the couch and immediately scanned the room for weapons because he was kind of strange long beach is full of kind of strange people I saw a pair of scissors and some other stuff scattered around the apartment it was fairly clean and well kept as I'm looking around he reaches under the couch for what I thought was a weed tray he says, hey, you ever see one of these? And I look what's in his hand, and it's a pair of flex cuffs. He says, try them on. and attacks me. Uh, he grabs my uh, wrist and pulls out a can of mace and sprays uh, me in the face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this escalated
1: I know. so quick. Hey, you want to try these on?
0: <laughs> attacks him. <laughs> he didn't even answer. Ricky said no. <laughs> um, he's able to get the zip tie around my wrist. but I pulled one hand out as he tightened it. I jumped up, and we were fighting, and got to the scissors. I grabbed the scissors, and he got me in a bear hug from behind. I stabbed him in the face as he was trying to pin my arms. I am fighting for my life and stabbed as hard as I could. His grip moved up and pinned my arms and began choking me from behind. I was not able to breathe and thought that I was going to die. So I went limp and acted like I was done. Honestly, I'm shocked. This escalated, this escalated so quickly. He dropped me to the ground and dragged me to the bathroom by my arm. He opened the bathroom door and turned on the sink water and said, wash your face, and then left me standing there. Sorry. What? <laughs> this This is like 0 to 100 to 0. Mm-hmm. I immediately jumped into the rim of the bathtub, and he stuck his arm in the door holding a towel. I was uh- going to <laughs> jump out of the second-story window. When I saw his arm sticking through the door, I body-blocked the door, and he fell back, and I jumped over him and ran to the front door. I got to the front door, and to my horror, I saw that there was a key lock on the inside. Bye. I grabbed the doorknob and turned it, and it opened. I ran outside and began beating on every upstairs door of the apartment complex. It was like 12 units, so I ran and yelled, police, police, call the police. I ran downstairs, and there were two guys tossing a football in the street. They must have tripped out because I, I was freaking out and had a zip tie around my wrist. They asked me what was going on and I told them what happened. Now, I'm not gay and I was explaining what happened and I'm not sure why he says he's not gay here. But, whatever. Um, And I was explaining what happened and they cut the zip tie off and the weirdo tried to come out and leave. The guys helping me told the dude the cops are on the way and you ain't going anywhere. I heard the sirens and three cars come with lights and sirens blazing. The police asked me what happened, and I explained what happened. They went up to his apartment and came down and told me I had to go up to the apartment. I didn't want to go back in there. The police tried to. He told the police I tried to rob him and stabbed him in the face. He said he was not gay, but the police looked around and found some gay stuff. Uh, The Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Yeah. Um, and they had the zip tie that was, um, cut off my wrist. So I think that's why he says like he was not gay before i'm like, not gay i'm <laughs> the tiktok sound yeah um he took me outside and explained that because i was a juvenile my parents would have to come to the station to press charges he told me that if they arrested him i would be coming also i said i refused to press charges because i didn't want my parents involved they left and i went on my merry way my mom got out of, out of the feds and i moved to texas for five years
1: <gasps> texas
0: <laughs> that's the spooky part of the story <laughs> came back and my mom and sister had bought a house almost directly across the street from the Twelve plex oh awesome my sister said she wanted to introduce me to her ho- new husband and i almost had a heart attack it was the dude tossing the football from that day oh And he said where do i know you from i was like do you remember the cave with the zip tie and he was like no effing way that's one crazy story oh and i've got many more this the twists and the turns right so, the comments on here are kind of good. <laughs> he okay. says even more stories. Oh? So, I mean, we've got a little bit of time. I'm just gonna yeah, going to Yeah, why not? Um, so, a comment says, you should have come back for revenge. You knew where he lived. So, the original poster said, I did. I went back with a homeboy and we popped the tires of his car. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy because my sister and mom bought a house almost directly across the street ten years later. My sister... My friend's sister moved into the same apartment 15 years after that, and I was able to go back in there and relive it and explain where, how, and why. That's crazy. That's terrifying. This relives trauma? Um, another person said, wow, that's terrifying. I'd like to hear some of your other stories. Because at the end, he said he has many more. Yeah. He said, I was in a CDC fire camp in Humboldt, California, and a guy came in there and was on my crew. He came to me in my bunkie one night and was crying and talking about his daughter was going to die. My bunkie was a Hispanic dude named Maruto. He told this dude to find Jesus. I was reading a book and laying on my bed and did not want to get involved. I went to sleep and the next thing I know, Maruto is shaking me and telling me Matt just hung himself. Uh, Our dorm windows were facing back towards the workout area. I sat up in bed and looked out the window and there was a coroner van parked out on the grass. They were wheeling a stretcher with a body bag on it and Maruto tells me that Matt killed himself. That's Weird. That... Wait, was that the one with the daughter, daughter? that was going to die? Yeah. Spooky. That is... I'm confused. Same. So, here's another story. I went to LA County for a drug ca- crime, and they put me in a me, a big white dude, and five homies in a holding cell at the end of the tier. I grabbed a mattress and put it on a bunk set. My on a bunk, set my bed, roll it on. (laughs) Excuse me while I just restart this. I grabbed a mattress and put it on a bunk set. Bunk set my bed, roll on it, and sat down on it. It's very very (laughs) mumbo jumbo all together. The white dude walked up and grabbed the mattress and pulled it out from under me. He placed it on another bunk and sat his bedroll on it, went over, and got on the phone. Now if you understand the convict code... You know I had to do something about it or I was going to be known as, known that you could punk me. I walked over to the homies and said, I'm going to do something. And they said, handle your business, Wood. <laughs> this man. Maybe his name's Wood. Didn't I don't know. did he say he wasn't gay? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> he just <laughs> <says> Wood.
1: <laughs> <Kira>!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I approached the mattress snatcher. Okay, me, if I was a criminal. Mattress snatcher. (laughs) You snatch mattresses. (laughs) I approached the mattress snatcher and hit him as hard as I could in the face. I'm a little dude, 5'5 and 140. I knocked the phone out of his hand and said, I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) He, He threw a punch at me and grazed my head. All five homies jumped on this fool and proceeded to F him up. He started screaming as the deputies came in and pepper sprayed us. Uh, uh, A black female sweetheart sergeant came in. Sergeant. 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 <laughs> what <Where> the sergeant? <laughs> <laughs> sergeant came in and took me out and around the corner, and she said, Are you okay? And I said, Yes, ma'am. She said, Are you okay with those gangbangers? I said, Yes, ma'am. She said, I'm going to move that other guy. And I said, Thank you. I went back to the cell, and the homies gave me some candy and snacks. <laughs> sound like pretty good homies. I need some better homies. <laughs> <laughs> then somebody yelled, hey, who is that white boy who just stole on that fool? And they asked me, what's your name? And I said, Shorty from Long Beach. I really like hearing you speak <laughs> the prison lingo. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they said, what's up, Shorty? It's Yogi from Long and Beaver is on the other road." I yelled, Beaver. And he yelled back, my boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's one of the many stories from L.A. County. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, What? Yeah. Beaver, my boy. <coughs> okay. The names, too. Shorty, Yogi, Beaver. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's really good. Thanks. I'm thoroughly entertained. Thank you. That was all just by one guy.
1: He did have a bunch cool of stories. Cruel hater. Not all of them make sense. <laughs> like, hey, it's said, Shorty from Long Beach. <laughs> hey, Beaver. My boy. <laughs> You come in my house? <laughs> it's Burke. <Bieber. laughs> my boy! Yeah.
0: Yeah, so there was a well-rounded um, uh, Reddit stories today. We had a, a lot. A we lot. laughed, we cried, we giggled, we ha ha would ho hoed. We did.
1: What's other vowels? hi hi. ed he hewed. He was like,
0: oh, that's a you. That was hoo-hoo. Hew-hew. <laughs> that's a Y. why. hi.
1: hi you change your tone? Hi hi. Hi 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 hi. Laughing. You sound like a beaver. <laughs> what do beavers sound like? That... I haven't. I thought
0: <laughs> so. Weird, I kind of assumed. Wow, I kind of just like assumed you'd never heard of a beaver before. <laughs> I also have
1: not heard of a beaver, so it could be that.
0: Yeah, you look like someone who's never seen a beaver. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Anyways, I think that should do it. Yeah, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We laughed a lot. Yeah. We apologize. We actually don't. Actually, yeah, we're sorry, but not sorry. But not sorry at all to begin with.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, where can people find us on social media? Um, a couple places or everywhere. What's our handle? <laughs> Murder Vibes Podcast. In that tone. Yeah, you have to type it in the tone. Yeah. Actually... Is it anywhere just Murder Vibes? It might be. Just it look up Murder be. Vibes, Murder, and then may, yeah. if you don't find anything, type Murder Vibes Podcast. And if you don't find anything, then then we're not there. Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple things. We have a few things. We have a Gmail. We have Gmail. Can you gmail us? gmail at gmail.com. It's pretty easy to figure out. Yep. We have Instagram for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we know we have that one. Yeah, We definitely. Uh, TikTok. We have TikTok. We should definitely post more on there. I forget like one video. (laughs) It was really funny though. It was good. It was a good one. All right.
1: Well, we will see you guys in two weeks when we drop our next episode. We hope you have a really good week. Yeah. Have the best week ever. Merry Christmas season to all. Bye. Bye. (laughs)